personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Leith, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. I can't believe that there's a difference between absentee ballots and mail-in voting. The Trump told me there was a difference, and Perry tells me there's no difference. And we've been fighting about this the whole break. I got my man Morty Yankovic on the line. And Morty is an employment lawyer, but Morty, you were telling me about your grandma getting voting. Tell me about this. So uh, my grandma, bless her soul, who's been uh, passed away around 15 years ago, still um, is on the uh, on, on the voting uh, rolls in, in New Jersey. So if someone wants to say they're uh, Rivka Gruber, they can go and vote in New Jersey. So does this get affected? Are you worried about, does your mom mail in her vote? Like, is your mom going to go to jail? Do we need to get her a criminal defense attorney? No, no, my, no. My, my, my mother follows the law. Okay, so, and so how does this, how is this relevant? Do you agree with Trump? Do you think, because I'm wondering well, if you told me your opinion, because you work with me, can I fire you for your opinion? I want to know, because I want to hear your opinion. I'm going to set you up, and I'm going to say, Morty, what do you think about this? And then you're going to tell me, and I'm going to say, you're an idiot. I don't like your politics. You're fired. This is an issue that's going on across America today, where there's people, Lauren, everywhere that are afraid to say their opinion. And this gal, Emily Ekin, she writes in the Cato Institute survey, she writes this, I want to, I want to tell you, 62% of Americans say they have political views they're afraid to share. And what I want to know, are they right to be afraid? Because if you say this at your job, are you going to get fired, Morty? And you're the employment expert, so I, I can't believe you were starting to tell me about Rifco and what's going on. I might have fired you. <laughs> well, if I'm a uh, private sector employee, and you're a private sector employer, which means a non-governmental employer employee, um, just because you, you can fire somebody if, if you don't agree with their political beliefs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, 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 yeah. stop there. I just want to make sure I heard you carefully. I'm an employer. You're an employee. If I don't agree with your politics, I can fire you. You cannot sue me. There are no damages. Ha, 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 ha. Am I correct? Yeah, without more, yes. Wow. Wait. Okay, so I'm a hiring manager. Can I put on my job post when I'm on Indeed that part of the job requirements is that I want a Democrat or a Republican? Or a Libertarian. Or a Libertarian. Or a Green Party candidate. Or alien. You can't forget the Green Party candidate. Can we put that as part of the job description? More? This is a great question. On our application, Democrat, Republican, if they write down the wrong one, can we not hire them? Is that legal? You said public in a – no, you said private in a private job. Technically, you can, um, because the only protection that a employee in the private sector has against political discrimination is if they are running for public office, if they're campaigning for a candidate for public office, or if they're fundraising for a candidate for public office. All these outside of work areas, you're pro you're protected from from doing the, the protected. Um, and you're able to do these things without fear of, uh, of being fired. So just so we're clear, there is a protection, and you're referring to Labor Law 201D. This is about New York. Each yes. state has their own rules. There's no federal protection. But in New York, there's a protection. But what you're telling me is there's a very limited protection when we're dealing it, with a it, private it business. Limited. So I want you and to break it, it out again. Can you break it out so again? If you're do sure. If you're doing the following things outside of, of work hours, what does that um, mean? And outside of the so, outside, let's say you work, 
Yeah, go ahead. I work from nine to five. If I Monday do it through Friday, if what I, if it's Sunday? If I do it between nine and five, Monday through Friday, I'm not protected. But if I do it Sunday, Correct. I could be protected. Is that what you're saying? Correct. What happens if I do it on Sunday at the office? I go and use the, the office as the best printers. That's, I that, go that, there and that's I use also it. That's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, then you're not protected. I'm not protected. So basically what you're saying Correct. is this law says it has to be outside of work hours and it can't have anything to do with the premises or the equipment of the employer. Correct. Outside of work areas and outside um, work time. All right. So let's go through your three categories because you told me there's three areas of protection. I want to make sure I understand it. The first one I think you said was running for public office. Correct. And when you say running for public office, are we talking about me actually being the candidate, me supporting the candidate, me doing, am I, what does that mean? Well, either, well, that, then that would, that would um, go to the other categories. Either if, if you're running for public office or you're campaigning for someone for public office or, you know, assisting in fundraising matters, you're protected. Okay. So what happens if I just get myself as I, I like a, a beautiful Trump flag that says Trump 2020 and I just fly it everywhere I go. I fly it in the office. I fly it outside the office. Is that considered running, campaigning or participating in fundraising? I, I, I would say no. Probably not. Wow. So what happens if I have a Trump bumper sticker or a Biden bumper sticker? I put a Biden bumper sticker on my car. I drive it to work and they fire me because of my Biden bumper sticker. Is that campaigning? I would argue that it's not because you're not actively campaigning. I, to me, what the, what the law is saying is, you know, you can't be fired for handing out, um, handing out bumper stickers for Trump or handing out flags. But if you simply have one on your car, I don't see that as, as campaigning. So let's break down your example. I go to the weekend. I go to the Stop and Shop. They are a very good place to buy your ground beef. And I sit in front of the Stop and Shop where people are going to go grocery shopping. It could be Kroger if we're in Florida. But anyway, I go to the Stop and Shop. And I'm sitting there, right? I'm sitting there. And everyone that walks in, I go, have a bumper sticker. Vote for Biden. Have a bumper sticker. Vote for Biden. And I do that to every single person that comes in. My boss comes up to me, orange Trump supporter, sees me. He goes to me. I'm firing you. Can he fire me? Is this outside of work hours? This is outside of work hours. This is a Sunday. Nothing to do with them. Just at the King Cullen. He can fire you, but he's going to get sued. Wow. And can, can I get big money? Big money? Yeah, you can get back pay. You could get potential front pay. Yeah, it could be substantial. All right, so let's change the whole story. I want to do it in work hours. I now work for the government. I'm one of these guys that works at the horticulture department, and I work at the parks. And the parks are a little boring. So what I do is at the parks, what I do is everyone that comes to the parks, not only do I clean up the trails, but I put little Trump stickers on all the trees. I get fired. Can I sue? If you're if you're in public, a public employee, meaning you work for the government, I do. I work for the, the parks department. That, yeah, so you work for the you work for the for the state government. Yes, you. Um, it was you technically a county Amendment. park, but I hear you. Okay, you would have First Amendment protection. Now, if you're violating another policy of the of the employer, then you know you might not be able to sue. But if you're just um, exercising your First Amendment rights, then yes, you can sue. So I'm going to loop back in a second, but I want to just tell you some more stats from this Emily Ekins, because I think it's very interesting what the Cato Institute told us. First of all, Morty's telling us that you may or may not have rights, depending if you're a public or private employee. Public means you work for the government. Private means you work for your local pizza place. 
And Morty's saying you have a lot more rights, First Amendment rights, if you work for the public. If you work for the private, there's this narrow thing that if you're doing it outside of business hours and outside of time and equipment of business and you're doing three categories, that's the only time you have rights. But here's what 22% of Americans think. They would support firing a business executive who personally donates to Biden. I imagine you donate on your own time. I guess you could use a work computer, but you donate at night. They would... They would also, 31%, would support firing a business executive who donated to Trump. And so the question becomes, Lauren, here's the question. Should people be afraid of expressing their political views? And what I'm getting is if you work for a private employer, I wouldn't say bupkis when you're at work. And you rightfully so. Keep your button shut. Maybe you want to quit, but you have no rights to sue if it's happening on business hours. But if you work for the government and you're probably unionized and you have all these different rules and rights and everything else, maybe you're going to say a lot more. Am I right, Morty? Yeah. Like I said before, a public employee has a lot more rights when it, when it comes to expressing their uh, political beliefs in the workplace. I just want to bring up, we're in the year where discrimination is just making this huge impact on how the workplace is. And there's race discrimination and there's sexual harassment discrimination. Political discrimination is a big deal, especially at a year of an election. So if I'm a if I'm an employee and I'm feeling harassed politically, can I do anything about it? Can I sue? I'm no longer comfortable in the workplace because somebody's making fun of me, my employer, my boss, my manager on a constant basis. I'm feeling harassed. Do I have the same rights as if somebody was sexually harassing me, if somebody is politically harassing Good me? Good question. I want to know, Morty, if they're harassing me. And uh, Lauren, you work for a private employer, right? You yes. don't work for the government. Yeah, no, I'm a private em- I work for a private employer. And this is something that happens every day on our two o'clock Zoom meeting. You know, we're going around the room. We're saying everything, the status of what's going on. And it's, and my manager, every single day, it's like clockwork. By 2.10, he calls me names that I don't want to say on the air. So can I sue? So for political discrimination by itself, you cannot. However, if, uh, if, if the harassment falls into a different protected class, it doesn't. You can. It doesn't. It's just political okay. in her so story. Then, so then, no, you're, then no, you're not protected. But that's different. Uh, Andrew, just to understand, Andrew, I'm a lawyer. I, I, I have to explore other potential options. Here. Well, I know you always want to say a lawsuit a day keeps the doctor away for you. But I want to go back that's to true. Lauren's question. If she had said she worked for the government, she would have a different answer. Am I correct? Yes. So what I'm hearing us say today is that it depends on where you work. So Lauren's pointing out that there's race discrimination, gender discrimination, sexual orientation discrimination. There is national origin, well, in housing, it could be, and in employment, Lauren. But we're giving categories of protected classes. And what your question was, is political discrimination, are you protected if you're a member of a political affiliation, Do you, if you vote for one way or the other? And what Morty's telling you is that when you're in the private sector, it's very limited. It has to be outside of work hours, and it has to be off of their equipment, and it has to be about running for office, or it has to be campaigning, or it has to be about raising money. Otherwise, you got nothing. But if you work for the government, whether it's the federal, the state, or a local government, you have First Amendment protection. And I want you to know that you're going to have a lawsuit under what's called 42 USC 1983, and you're going to get major damages. And this applies. It's a federal law. I want you to know that you are protected. Morty... Thank you so much for doing this with us. What we're going to do after the break is we're going to have Morty stay on with us because I promised last week we're going to talk about getting teachers to help our kids at home. Stick with us. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? 
is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.